Welcome everyone to another episode of the Jolly Good Family podcast. Our guest this week is Rashmi Vasant. Hello Rashmi Foy, how are you? Hi, how are you, Vishal? Good, I'm so glad uh, we can make time to, to do this. Had an amazing conversation with Kundan Fei, which um, you know you heard half of and we could kind of hear you in the background. So I am thrilled to try and get your perspective on some of the key events sort of in your life and, and shape, and also to get your perspective on, you know, the family as a whole and, and you, kind of your perspective. So um, why don't we start, as we always do at the beginning, and talk to me about your childhood and growing up and what that was like for you. Well, I was born and raised in Uganda, East Africa. And growing in Uganda, the life was very easy, simple, very simple. In today's time, I think the life could be considered as boring. <laughs> but it was nice and carefree. Uh, we lived in a place called Jinja, which is on River Nile. Wow. And growing, you know, we were really carefree and uh, we were able to play more. We spend most time outside the house because we can play year round. The schools were there from Monday to Friday and then Saturday we have to go half day school. But mostly it was sports on Saturday. It's not like here where you know you have to take care of your own kids uh, sport event. School used to take care of it. What kind of sports did you play? Well, I, I play cricket, hockey, and badminton and volleyball. Nice. Any particular favorites or were you, were you great at anything? No, we just played year round <laughs> just because there was nothing like a season. Yeah. You can play year round because the weather was tropical weather and uh, we could play year round. Amazing. Not like, you know, like in the Western world where it gets dark earlier or it's cold mm. outside. No, it never, the sunset was always around 7, 38 o'clock year-round and right. life was simple and we were growing as, as a family like everybody else we were a middle-class family and my father had a, a small shop cloth shop and we were four brothers and a sister growing up the school was also easy when I say easy means it's not like here they are you know, we get B grade, we are fine. I mean, nobody wanted A or, or <laughs> he gets he gets 100% why you didn't get it. No, whatever we get, we were contained with it. And life went on. Then the only part was that once you are from the high school, you have to leave the country because the colleges were not there. Right. Most people end up going to India because it was a little cheaper than going to Britain. Hmm. So I, I went to India back in 1962 and I was just 20, maybe 19, first time in India. That was an experience away from home, no shelter, you know, you make your own decision and things. We were really sheltered by our parents. We never really grew up like kids grow up in a Western world today. So you were 19 when you went to... When I went, went, went to, went to Bombay, Bombay for further study. What, what, so I, what? I went to accountant, Podar College, which is University of Bombay those days. And really, you know, we didn't have that much say in our education. Parents said, do this, and we were just doing it. <laughs> Not like here, you know, things are different today. Yeah. You can't tell your kids what you want to become. No. Depends what your interests are. And all those days, there are only three things. Either you become engineer, or you become doctor, or you're an accountant. There was nothing. There was no three things, third things. I mean, so I became accountant because that was good for, for the country. And they needed accountant. The job was not difficult to find. And job, you don't like resume today. 
Yeah. Depend whose son you are and you get a job. <laughs> he said, so you said you became an accountant because the country needed accountants. My, my dad tell become accountant. Sorry. <laughs> as simple as it that. Simple. It was, life was simple, I tell you. And I, came, I became accountant, took four years, Bachelor of Commerce in the University of Bombay. I came back in 66, summer. And then, you know how things are when you're a young man like that and parents are very eager to get you married. <laughs> and it's different today. Yeah, very Those different. days were different. And then I end, I end up getting proposal. I don't know the arranged marriage. Bapuji came to see me with uh, with the manager, I think Mr. Shah, they came to see my at my cousin's house. My my brother-in-law just called me at work. Come on down, I have something for you. I didn't know why I'm going. I just <laughs> went there. Bapuji was there. I even didn't know why he was there. But yeah. afterwards, I found out. So you had no idea that they were. I have no idea. Casting their eye over you. They were looking. But I was told that now it's time to get married. How, so how old were you at this point? So you're in your early 20s. I was, I was 24. 24. Just good. Then I saw Kundan first time. Then nothing happened. So things were quiet. What were your so thoughts? After, Do you remember what you were thinking the first time you met Kundan Pei? No, I just said yes. And then they asked me, what do you think? They said right away. You look at it and then they call it. I said, I'll let you know. And then three, four days passed, nobody said anything. And then, you know, Bapuji and Kundan came back to town because they, they, they were in Uganda for a, for a wedding, you know, mm. their family friend's wedding. Mm -hmm. so on the way, they back, came back. Then I was asked. And you know, the, the person asked that Fai, what, what's uh, Usha Fai? Usha Fai. That was the, the meeting took place at their house. Oh, really? Yeah. And then I said, okay, this was happened on Saturday and on Sunday we were engaged. Can you believe this? I, I mean, I, I can't believe it. So, this is so this you Saturday. met once, you didn't give a response and then yeah. they just came back. And, and they um, because things were quiet, I mean, they were gone. So, we, you know, the adults have to talk first before they don't come to us first. So adult came back after the wedding and then I said, okay, so Saturday decided Sunday I got engaged and then they left for Kenya. What did you know about Bapuji at that time? Nothing. Absolutely. Except, except he's Thakur's Indoja. That's it. <laughs> Nothing. I mean, you know, my parents knew each other because of the common friend. Yeah. This is because they had a common friend named Jinja. So they decided October we get married, okay. So that's the first time I again met Kundan in in the mandap. The first time you met her properly was in the mandap, was the that wedding, your wedding? Yeah. And even if they could have changed Kundan, I could not have noticed. <laughs> we hardly met each other. Maybe they did, maybe it's not the real Kundan. <laughs> no, 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 they didn't. I mean, the elders the were there looking after these things. <laughs> No, I mean, it's different. I mean, today you, you cannot even comprehend or even imagine about these things. No. Yeah, time not has all. changed. Which time has changed again. I mean, it's a change of time. Yeah. And we were married in 67. And then after a few months, you know, the Kenya had some problems. Politically, and even things were not politically good in Uganda. Mm. And at the same time, the British was uh, closing their immigration policy for colonies. So there was a certain deadline that Kunan had to leave right. if she wants to keep her British uh, citizenship. Mm. So she went soon after the wedding and Bharat was there. Poor Bharat was their only person there. So she went to stay with Bharat for a for almost 10 months. And Bharat was very helpful. You know, he's still young, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but had the responsibility of an elder sister. 
In Did those you... days, you know, there was no money. Nobody had lent so much money. No. You know, go back in sixties. Yeah, absolutely. Did you did you know any yeah. of the siblings at this point? Did you know Bharatada before? No, never. I never met Bharat because I, even the wedding, he was not able. I was not able to see him because he was in London. He didn't. He didn't he made didn't a trip back. for the wedding because of his college and all that. That's incredible. Your, dad, your wife is in a complete. Your dad and Bakul was there, and of course the three sisters were there. Amazing. So you. You know, you're, uh, you you must have seen those pictures, you know, the wedding pictures. Yeah. Very young. I mean, yeah. Bakul was even even very short that time. I mean, yeah. short. I mean, they were all growing. Yeah. Just imagine, 50, almost fifty years ago, how old they were. Yeah. Well, yeah, fifty, fifty-two years ago. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, fifty. Yeah, fifty-third anniversary this year. So Kunan had yeah. to go and you know to because of her to keep a British nationality. And then she came back. She she was a teacher. I was an accountant. The life was very smooth, absolutely smooth. I tell you, you know, if I have to go back to this life, I'll go with a hug. Really? It's so simple, so nice. Describe it's your nice day. Life. Like, what what would a typical day or a typical week look like for you guys? You, you, you go you go to work at eight o'clock, come back around twelve thirty or twelve fifteen, have a big lunch. Then go back to work, go home by five o'clock, go for a walk, come back eight o'clock, sleep by nine thirty, ten o'clock. Nice. There is no late night. There is no TV that you can really watch. I mean, it was there, but ten o'clock people go to sleep. Yeah. Then a typical, uh, not like here, people go to sleep at midnight. Hmm. It's totally different than the Western world. Of course, now time has changed. Everybody, even uh, I'm sure the life in Uganda must be different too. Different now, yeah. Did yeah. you? Says, Quick thing. So, why at the time? Why do you think it was important that Kundanfe kept her British passport? Like the life see, was so good to you guys in Uganda. Why did yeah, you feel it was but important? See, the, the future was not certain. Right. Because of the politically unrest, we were not sure what the future will hold right so keep your options so we open. thought that keeping a british right might help and that was the atmosphere everybody was kind of thinking on the same line but i could not do it because i was a ugandan citizen i was not british hmm. and she was british so we thought we will keep the british passport so was it easy left was it easy to communicate with her while she was away in the UK? Did, did you know much about the yeah. UK before she left? No, I did not. Um, you know, we never thought that we will leave country. The life, we never, never, never thought that this um. life we have to live. It's just that political un unrest after the independence, after the British left. While British were there, there was we were really in a, in a controlling situation that way. Yeah. You know, trade was in our hand. Economy was run by Indians. So things were totally different. Mm. But then future, we knew it's coming or you can see signs in between that uncertainty is there. So mm. you better look for future. And then 67, you mean got a dream. And it was five years for our, our marriage. So we were thinking about starting a family. Sure. And this, this thing started for us, you know. So we had to leave while Kundan was pregnant. And Rocky was expect we were expecting Rocky. And I had no country to go to. Yeah. See, they took the Britishers first. And those who were stateless had no place to go. They were just waiting. And fortunately, uh, USA came along and took 500 of us. Talk I, to I went to actually to apply for Canada, but Canada rejected me. And while I was waiting for right to go home, the embassy was across the street, so I went there and applied. And the next thing, I saw my name in the paper. 
that I've been granted. I never replied anything except I just said that I want to go to America. Amazing. And then well, just mine. Talk to us about trying to leave or, you know, what are you thinking at that time? So you've never really, you've, you've been to Bombay, you've come back, you know, you're living an ideal life. And then suddenly you're kind of stateless. Stateless, yes. Um, I mean, firstly, it's an incredible irony that, um, you know, as we think about it in 2020, that Canada rejected you, but that the USA would have welcomed you. Um, yeah. That's an amazing sort of turnaround that we, you know, I don't think, I think the opposite would probably be true today, but... Um, and see, at that time, it was a matter of life and death. You were not, you were not really caring where you go. So far, you can just leave. Yeah. And you didn't worry about your belongings. Or we never had. I mean, we were just an average middle class family. I mean, I didn't have any any assets that that was really to worry about. But still, we had a good life. Yeah. You know, I mean, everybody was happy and prestige in the town and all that. Mm. But then we had to leave back in, so I, I think Kundan left about September of 67, of 72. And I came here November of 72 to America. And then Kundan was born in London. Yeah, I heard. Kundan Fein mentioned that you, you were on a flight yeah. and that the local police or militia found yeah. out. So what happened when you go from Jinja to Entebbe was roughly three hours drive. So there were four or five check, you know, like the police check. So they will open your suitcase and whatever they want, they'll take it. And you don't argue. Just They won't even care whether it fits them or not. They just take it. Wow. Whether it was their size or nothing. They just... What did everything. they take of yours? Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. They took me well, my trouser and couple of shirts, <laughs> which is fine. I mean, and I think one took. They took my nightdress. They took I your pajamas, that. your trousers, and they a few pajamas, shirts. Yeah, and one belt was taken. Yes, one belt. One belt. But I was just happy to be alive. Just, just get out. Yeah, of course. That's the yeah. attitude. And a lot of people left a lot of things. Mm. There, there are people, our relatives, you know, Fua Raja? Yeah. Remember Raja, you must have heard that Raja. He left his Mercedes Benz at the airport with the keys inside and took a plane and left. Really? <laughs> yeah. And he had a, people working, six, seven hundred people working in the factory. They just left. It was Nothing. that desperate. Did you ever, I, did you ever fear like violence? While you were in. Yes, yes, we were very scared. It was very difficult to live alone at night. So we used to just get together because the family will leave. So the men will go to one place on the roof and then stay. I have done that after Kundan left. I've never been alone in my house. Either somebody is with me or I go to their house. Several times I've gone to see, you know, let the, the your, your, Masi was there, or Faya, I don't know, the Tanna. Yeah? Yeah, I used to go and stay with them. Ramadar <laughs> Bhai. He will, he will call me because he says, Rashmi, can you please come and stay with me? Because he was worried. I mean, people with more money were more worried. Mm. Because they'll come and, and, and take things away from them. Oh, definitely. But I think the Indian community as a whole were scared when Madhwani, you must have remembered, Manubai was put in a prison. Right. So at that time, we were all scared because if they can put him in the prison, one thing is, was kind of fortunate that it was announced. So the whole world knew, even the United Nations knew that he's in a prison. So we were all worried that if they can do to them, the family, Madhwani family, what will happen to us? Yeah. Ordinary family, people won't even bother to what find notice. out. Mm. So that's, at that time, I think more people were panicked. Yeah. And they started going then. Did, and said, this is it, time to get out. Did they try and stop you from leaving? Not me. Kundan was, had a trouble getting out because she was a teacher. The professionals were, but I was a citizen, so there was not an issue. Right. 
but I was a citizen, but it's just, I was not black enough to be a citizen. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, to be very, I mean, I know it's very blunt, but that's the fact. No, yeah, that's, yeah. You weren't seen as an, a, a local yeah. or an native. So, so I, I left, I, I was a stateless person. I never had any country. So the United, I mean, the Red Cross gave us a one-way document. And we, we went to Italy for two weeks before we were all scattered or uh, find a place for us. So they just give us a document. So I went to Naples, Italy for two weeks. What was that and, like? And, oh my God, that was a nightmare. We were in an old military barracks with no window in October, late October, in the beginning of November. And you know, technically, we are the only refugee in the history of the world that left Entebbe, Uganda, with our own money or tickets. Nobody airlifted us. We bought our own tickets with our own money. Really? I didn't... Okay, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it's not that we were refugees that somebody has to take us. No. We all paid our own way, including the way from uh, Rome to New York was given us as a as an advance or a loan by by the church organization so when we came back here after six months or a year we were able to pay that fare also that that was given to us from rome to new york is that the lutheran church lutheran church yeah Incredible. they sponsored us here so, but naples was really cold and this is the first time in my life that we are in a refugee that is start sinking. Yeah. Because the, the guy at night, you know, when you settle down for the, the flight and all that, the Italian guy told us in Italy to come down for a food. And I don't understand what he's talking about in their language. And he did with this sign, you know, uh, and when I heard that, I had tears in my eyes. What a situation I'm in now. Yeah. We were never like that in our life. And now somebody has to explain me in a sign, come and eat. Come and eat. There's food for you. What were you thinking about Conan Faye and, you know, obviously she's pregnant. At that time I was worried, but I was very fortunate compared to a lot of other people that I had a family that means Bharat, Viren, your dad. Uh, Josna Masi yeah. and Valabdas were all there living together. So she just went to stay with them. Stay with she them. was not in a camp yeah. after a while. So that was a big blessing. Those brothers were hey, a lifesaver for us. Hmm. In the middle of nowhere, just imagine nobody's there. Yeah. You know, in, a, in, a, in a totally strange country. Yeah. I mean, you were in a completely... And plus, with Rocky pregnant, the first child of your yeah. life. Yeah. So, you know, when you consider all those emotions, of course, I can talk today, but that those days was really stressful. Yeah. Plus, not only that, but once I left Uganda, or while I was in Uganda, Kundan did not know whether we will see each other. Anything could have happened to me. Hmm. You know, Ba, ba did the fasting. She said that she won't drink water till, till she hears from us. Mm. You know, though I'm talking about those days, Vishal, it's very difficult to even comprehend today. Yeah. That you have no clue. And communication was not like, like today. Sometimes you don't even get phone calls. You know, you, you try, but you, the lines are busy or you cannot get that. Back in seventies, things were not. Plus, Uganda was not a developed country. Yeah, you know. Did you write letters, or was it you? Um... Yeah, the letter will come after eight, ten days. <laughs> Remember those? The letter won't arrive in time. But it was. I mean, overall, it worked out. Then Rocky was born. I was not there. That was, you know, really unfortunate part of it. But. I got the communication that uh, at that time those got telegrams we used to do telegram they call it. Mm. We got telegram that is fine. 
and then we were united yeah in in uh, in early 73 march of 73 nice and she was what six, six seven weeks old when i first saw rocky that must have been an incredible moment even just oh, yeah, waiting yeah, for the flight to land and yes, see them yeah. come and by then I, I had my own place here i had a job very fortunate see i cannot even thank god for enough you know the day i left entebbe mm-hmm. i was on the payroll of some company here tresla ludron i was on the payroll earning money that i did not know but i was on the payroll i never with god blessing i did not i did not stay in a in a in a i mean how do i put this i never stayed in a bad place i was always a nice place to stay yeah i had a job i never did odd jobs you know some people unfortunately had to do odd jobs yeah beyond their profession either clerk in the in the store or you know or cleaning things and i never had i was so fortunate that i got a job of my own profession right away the day i i did not work for two weeks but when i came back i got to pay for it i was not even on the job how ca- how come you were on the payroll was that just they needed you know, this this company that the trustler they said this is lutheran guys that you know just giving me need money from their kind heart <laughs> or i'm just fortunate i didn't know that to write a resume apply anywhere nothing no interview nothing no Amazing. and till today i have not done any resume <laughs> in my <laughs> life because when i apply for the state job i gave the exam and they hired me and then this where i retired from so it's just fortunate i mean you know i don't think i'm smart or bright it's just fortunate with the blessing of our elder definitely and and so you you were doing accounting work for them finance work for them yeah yeah just a little yes i i stayed almost two years with them but then they were changing and then i thought that you know let me just better myself and i changed it and it was nice i mean no problem what, but what it was, was a big adjustment what was it well talk, talk to us maybe about the adjustment and i'd love to know what it was like you know so you're adjusting to a new country new food I new can't climate so the biggest biggest culture. adjustment was the climate yeah after the climate i have never done in my life anything remember i used to live jointly with parents so they did everything in uganda the vets are ones to take mm. care of it here you are on your own i did not know how to wash clothes or even iron myself i mean clothes never did in my life and i started doing that was difficult not easy you always remember those days yeah then it snows then you are crying i say so oh boy never seen snow in my life you heard about it mm. remember in the movie when you used to see in uganda there's in there's american movies they will say oh nice day and we used to wonder why they say nice day it's always like that here <laughs> <laughs> remember in the, in the in the dialogue you will hear oh it's a nice day yeah why nice day i mean this always 365 are the same days now of course we know what they mean yeah after staying here yeah we got five nice, nice days day. a year in the uk um so i hope things are and then the life went out kicking and rocky was came here and then the family grew up rea was there after five years and then the only part i regretted was that i'm away from the family mm. i i tried to come to uk did you yeah i tried but i mean to be honest with you i was half hearted about it right I wish I had done it now if I have to go back I will definitely live here and come back why is that why why because of the family the only th- we, are, we are too alone here I I can go and live in Britain now for example I can go 6 months and live there yeah. and then come 6 months you here because financially it's not I'm I'm rich but I can manage it now yeah. today but then the kids won't have a place to go hmm right now you know if i'm not here they don't have a place to go yeah and uh, like it's like your place you know like you all can get together 
with your themselves. Now Neha, you're fortunate that Neha is in town, but what happens? She's far. Yeah. Then do you both have a place to go? Otherwise, you go to go to each other's house. And yeah. that that is with time. It's like us, for example. I mean, with Bapuji, both sides gone. We don't have a place. I mean, we have a place where I can go to Viren, but in all those yeah. places. But it's different. It's not the same. I have to ask them, are you home? Are you going on a vacation? We can come. Yeah, it's not your second Bapuji home. is there. It's like there. You know, you guys used to just walk in. Yeah. Now you have to call them. Yeah. That are you going to be home? Dad, I'm going to stop by. Yeah. Well, you always Not have a place here, Rashmi Fawai. You can always come. You don't have to call ahead. We're, we're always here. Um, what well, I'm, I'm guessing, I'm hoping that Raki and Rahul will hear this. And I'm sure they're going to be screaming at you for the fact that uh, you didn't no, move no, let back. Me, let, me, let me tell you if, before you even ask me. They used to come and visit you guys quite often summertime, remember? Yeah. You used to went to Spain and all that. You know all that story. When they come back for a month, they were always depressed and always used to tell me, why did you come here? And you know what Reina does now? Yeah. She comes from there and she will tell Kundan, why did you come to join her? You should have made him join them. So they are even one step ahead of Raki and Reina. <laughs> that you should have made Nana to come and join you. <laughs> but now this is just, I mean, uh, just a destiny, I think. I, I, I cannot blame anybody or I cannot. Mm. But I'm glad the best part has happened with me. And of course, that all both sides of the family, I will credit. Because sending kids were not easy. Financially, on my part, yeah, of course. Took those days, and they took care of them while they were there for you know summertime. You know your parents. Mm. Everybody chipped in. Uh, my side of the family, they went. They all chipped in, and now that's why they are so close. They more know. They they know more about the family than I do. Yeah, because you kids are. So close, yeah. Constantly in touch of each other. And I'm so happy that even the second generation, you know, like Reina and Romil, and they are also into it. Yeah. They, they, they like it. Like they're already planning now that to come. Good. They wanted to come last summer, but because of this virus. Good. We need to work on Raki. Raki, if you're listening, you need to send your children to the UK. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you can send it. It's fine. Yeah, while, while I'm there, I can take care of it and help mm -hmm. them out. But, but while, it, so while, while you were, if we take go back in time, so you were kind of half-hearted, you said, about moving to the UK. So yeah. there's something that you liked about the US or the life that you had in the US. What, what was life yeah, like? Life, life, you know, because I had a good job, I was able to fulfill and then... We were scared to start again the life in Britain if we move. Because I'm, I'm kind of just got used to it. And I was scared also to uproot myself yeah. and go. I'm st I was really worried about that part. And I did not have that much money that I can go independent in and start living. I need to have some help. Hmm. And everybody was settling you know both sides of the family if you look at it they were settling they had their own uh, little kids like you and it, I'm sure if I could have tried the help was there yeah. I was very fortunate that I, I can tell you but I myself did not have courage that I should uproot myself I just started here mm. and, and what happens I'm not successful then. Yeah. Then what happens? Yeah. And it can happen. There's no guarantee. No, no of course not. Of course not. And, yeah. and plus, I don't have that education background that, that I'm sellable. Hmm. You know what I mean? Our education is not good. Mine from Bombay. It was okay those days, but, but when I go to Britain, it was not considered or not, not valuable. Right. to obtain a good job. But I was fortunate here 
that I was able to get it. You landed a job without trying. The yeah, that, that, that's, that's you know, it's just fortunate. It happened to be right place, right time, and blessing of our elders. Yeah. Grab the opportunity. Um, how, and obviously then you, we kind of skip past, you know, Reha joining the club. Um, yeah, Reha joined us. Was it very different for you because, you know, obviously you were in the same place, same time, you could kind of yeah. see, that, what was that like in terms of becoming a part of the same You know, time? if you look at it, we had we a lot of responsibilities right all, all of a sudden. Hmm. It's not that you are gradually getting into that. We were just thrown into that right away. And um, I, I was fine, but then Raki came, it was an adjustment. I never had money to support her needs. I mean, you know, baby food and all those things. And I never, I mean, I used to, you know, we used to get paid twice, bi-weekly pay. Mm. The, the second pay was going for rent and all that. Right. The first pay I used to buy Rocky's food first, the whole month. I used to go and get those baby jars. Yeah. And after standing in a line, after a few times, even the grocers used to tell me, don't stand in line. Because those days they have to keep on each number at the same time, not scan it like today. Right. If you have 50 jars, they have to do 50 times. So they used to tell me to go out and go to the office and they will check you out specially. <laughs> you got special they won't allow me to stand in the line because you, you were know, bulk buying her food. You're bulk buying things like that so that she has enough to eat. In the beginning, I'm talking about those beginning yeah. days where it was not easy. It's, it just, I mean, one of the things I find incredible about your whole generation is when we think about the world we're living in now, yeah, and then the world that you know you, that that was life for you from your you know late twenties to your kind of early thirties. Yeah. How how do you adjust? Like, you know, a lot, like it's just no, mind-blowing to me that you have to adjust to that. Yeah, but because we never think otherwise. This is part of our duty or, or responsibility. We are a sandwich generation. <laughs> Remember this. Ourselves, we have fine, we have really sandwich generation. Mm. That we were really dependent on parents. And now I'm okay. Your parents are fine. But remember like Bapuji, they were dependent on kids because of the education. Yeah. And then the language barrier. Some of them had money. A lot of people didn't have money. Hmm. I mean, I'm talking about those who came from Uganda. Of course, yeah. Language problem was with a lot of people. Like my father did not know to talk English, but my younger brothers were there, so they took care of them. And those days were different. That yeah. you know, people take care of each other in, in family. But today, it's more education. We are educated. We have more money than our parents. Yeah. You know, Bapuji was fortunate that he was a little better off than most people. But kids, their parents don't have that much money those days. And those who had it were unfortunate here to leave behind. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's the amazing thing, isn't it? So I hope. I hope I'm not boring you or... Not at all. Not at all. No, no, no. This is um, amazing. I mean, we've kind of done the story arc from childhood to sort of, you know, through parenthood and, and talks about work. I mean, yeah. I don't know how... I don't know if you kind of, as you reflect on your life and you've talked about luck, you've talked about, um, you know, opportunities that have come your way. But how, how do you reflect on your life? Like, what are the kind of major lessons you think that you've learned? Or how, how do you think about, you know, things that you would apply now um, or advice that you would give to the next generation? Well, that, that is, I think in life, if you're sincere and uh, you work hard and, and, and you are flexible in life, that is most important. You will have a lot of up and down in your life. You will bend, but you will not break. See, you know, most people who are stubborn and all that, they can break. Mm. But you, we were all flexible at, at that time. So that's why it was easy for us. 
other people like for example in case you are suppose you decide to leave to go to other country you are doing willingly and you are mentally prepared for it mm. see we were never mentally prepared for it all of a sudden we were uprooted and leave and and no money with us basically whether you were rich or poor didn't make much didn't difference matter. yeah but again those days were different too like like example now think about britain or our over here i was able to get a job today if somebody happens i don't think country's atmosphere has changed now yeah it's different yeah we were lucky timing wise it happened we were young yeah i mean you know those who were elder like my parents had more tough rough time in britain than i had it because i was young yeah and was able to adopt the circumstances so it's interesting isn't it because you talk about there was a there were, a lot of these changes were forced on you and you talk about flexibility and sort of adaptability is do you think yeah. of it as a mindset or do you think it's something that you have to learn along the way or do you think it's something no 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 it's it's a mindset because that's how you are brought up it there's just an atmosphere in the country where we were living that was just an atmosphere i mean that it is expected of you certain things your responsibility to take care of your parents your sibling you know your uncle your cousin everybody used to look after each other even used to look after your neighbors you know in a, in a nutshell if i tell you we were brought by our neighbors and neighbor kids were brought up by my parents mm. you know same thing in 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 money or anywhere else they you will find those kids come and go and they eat there because you are not worried about it don't go there don't disturb them you know be careful don't answer the phone we never had those situation don't open the door remember yeah yeah don't talk we to strangers never, we were never there because there were, the doors were always open and like and like you know there there's a common saying that you know it takes a village to to raise a child I, i like the idea that you know you were instilled with some some of those values or principles no it, really really it, early it, in your life but these values have changed with time even if you go back in india or errors it things have changed there's nothing to it's just a change in the reality of time are there any values that you tried to instill in rakhi and reha or that you see in them that you're sort of proud of yeah i mean you know I think what you the way you behave at home reflects on your child. Right. Just to give you some examples like like if you use foul language at home while kids are growing up I'm sure they're going to pick it up. Mm. They might not tell you in front of you but they will apply somewhere. Mm. Again those foul language they have used they've learned it they've they've heard it outside you know when they're in school or over on the playground or something but if you don't use that language at home you don't yell at your wife at home you know you don't argue for little things in front of them these things does affect child growing up mm. i mean uh, you know that's what i think yeah no i like that yeah that's um yeah act well, it, it does reflect gradually not no i mean uh, you might not remember you sometimes think that kids are not paying attention no <laughs> they 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 know and then they find out this is normal yeah they're absorbing everything you know this is normal that like, like the, you 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 have grown up with bapuji now you see how he was he will not allow anybody to leave the house without eating am i correct That's right. standard things. Yeah. These are That's standard right. things. Yeah. Now people don't even they have a problem with somebody's for dinner. <laughs> It's not they can't afford it. It's just yeah. the attitude. Yeah. Or, or take them to the restaurant. Yeah. It's just change of time. I mean not that you are bad. It's just circumstances have changed now. Before there was no restaurant to take. Or if you go to restaurant you are, you are looked down. You are hotel makhais. <laughs> are there are there any values that you wish we would be able to bring back now or you know are there any things that you think 
I respect you know, your point that, that you know, things have changed, times have changed, doesn't mean it's yes. good or bad, but are there values that you think we could bring back or you, know, you, you would like to see brought back? Um, yeah, I think the values, people have values, but I think right now everybody wants to get ahead. You know, cutthroat competition, it's mm -hmm. there. But I still think if you, if, you, if you remember three A's, the first one is accept, adopt, and adjust. According to the circumstances, you will not find it difficult to go through. It's like somebody gives you a puri and you don't like puri, just accept it then. Don't worry about I don't like puri. You know, some people are like that these days. Yeah. That includes my kids too. They don't like it. Like Romil won't eat something. And then they'll give. I said, no, Romil, you're here, middle of nowhere. Accept it. Or oh, if you don't want to eat, don't make big fuss about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, things like that. Small yeah. items, but it, 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 it carries. Today, somebody is there to look after you. What happens tomorrow? So people don't care. Mm. And then they will stay away from you. It's difficult to deal with. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I like the three A's a lot. I think um, it's a really powerful message. Um, you mentioned Bapuji. Uh, one of the things that I want to do in the podcast is to kind of talk about people that I can't interview, very sadly. And um, Bai and Bapuji are definitely up there. What, what, any thoughts or stories or, uh, you know, impressions or feelings about Bai and Bapuji? Yeah, I have, he was always smiling, and you won't know what what's wrong with him. Even though he won't talk too much right away. I mean, you like, and the best part of him, even Bob. That means I'm not segregating both. Both. Mm. The best thing they've done it is to keep family together. They put a they they definitely emphasize on the family value. Mm. You don't have to look far to find out how fortunate we are to have a close family. They enjoy themselves among themselves. They get along. Not only get along, but they're having fun together. See, sometimes you, because of the peer pressure, you might have to go, come together. Yeah. But the enjoying, nobody can force you, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. I mean, you can, with the peer pressure, oh, I have to go there. But after going there, you enjoy them. And then now I see that the second generation, they're adopting the same thing. They're following the same footpath that Bai and Babuji have laid down. Hmm. Of course, it's not easy. There are give and take. And sometimes you might have to go an extra step too. But end of the day, it's worth it. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. worth it. I like that. Um, what about Vibafe uh, and or Vijay Fua? Vijay Fua was, was uh, he was a very educated man, very sharp. Very smart, yeah. Very smart, very smart. I agree. I mean, he's smart. Um, but, did, you, did, you know, did you know Vibafe well at all? And, and it's, it was hard, obviously, because yeah. of all the distance and everything. But did you know Vibafe well? Yeah, I, I met her, met her from time to time, you know, with the, get the weather. We, we, we get along very well. She was here. She mm. came a couple of times to visit us. And me and, uh, you know, Vijay Masa went, we got along very good because there were a lot of common people we knew. Right. See, he, he was, his, his, a lot of families were in Uganda, Jinja. Mm, yeah. And I know, so when we meet, there were more common things to talk about. I knew them from back home. Even that, you know, Siris and all those people. Yes, yeah. Siris, Madhwani, Madlani. Yeah. I know I know them growing up like your dad, they were young. Right. Yeah, and that, I'm not, I did know recently that Bharat, his elder brother died, Bharat. Mm. Do you remember when yeah. Bharat? Yeah, I knew he was our cricket captain at one time. Right. So we, we knew a lot of people that way. So there were a lot of common things to talk. Of course, I, I was away from the family, basically. Hmm. So when we come together, you know, once a year or twice a year, basically, I, you know, that way I miss them. I, I don't have a chance to, I have spent more time with your parents 
yeah. and Vallabh Masa. Then I have done with Raju or, or Bharat. So mm. I know them, but I mean, timing-wise, I have stayed Not more in the same place. Yeah. I have stayed with Raju, I mean, uh, Vallabh Masa. And Raju is my cousin, basically, before this relation. He's my first son. Right. But still, we, I mean, uh, we were kind of separated because of Uganda and Tanzania yeah. at that time. Awesome. So, Russia, one last thing. Um, I've got some mm -hmm. quick fire questions for you. Um, uh -oh. So, this is just to have everyone kind of get to know you a little bit better. Um, so, the first question What's the kindest thing anyone's ever done for you? Kindest thing? Yes, two people in my life. One starting from the order they were coming was Bharat. You know, she, he was very instrumental in keeping peace of mind for myself. And he was there in London and Kundan went. And even with Rocky, she went, she went, she went twice. Bharat was there, of course, at that time, Josna and your dad was there too, and Valabdas. So Bharat was first in that way that out of, out of, you know, in my sight, somewhere unknown, somebody has helped me. And when I came here, there was one family called Dawn and Edie McKee. I stayed with them for almost little over two weeks, a stranger, a total stranger out of Uganda. They came to pick me up at the airport and made me stay at their house for two weeks before I get my own things to do. So these are the two people that I can often remember. There are various other people have come and done things and changed my life also. Yeah. But they were the right two people and that's a fact. Cannot be disputed, it's, it's there. <laughs> I know, it's a tough question, but that's, a, there's, that's amazing generosity from those people. What's, what's the most romantic thing that you have ever done? I was reading that. I don't think I have any romantic things. I'm a very simple guy. <laughs> Enjoying drinking. Even drinking tea I enjoy and drinking that short I enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> so no, not really. I'm not a good reader also. I don't read books. Okay. Don't worry. We, there's still time, Roshi, for You know, you've got plenty of time to do romantic oh, yeah, things yeah, and read, read books and all of these wonderful things. Um, you, you, you may have answered some of these, so I'm going to skip one or two. Um, what advice do you have for the C1 and C2 generations, for my cousins and our children? Oh, yes, that... Uh, this advice is just... Uh, you have to change according to the circumstances. That's one. And uh, when you're growing up, remember one thing. In comes, if you come to a situation where you are not comfortable or you don't like it, remember you are not a tree. You can move. <laughs> I like that a lot. I'm not a tree. Mm -hmm. I can move. I'll, I'll keep, you can move. That one will definitely stay in mind. I like it. Because uh, then, I'll, I mean, you don't have to compromise yourself. <laughs> if you don't like it, just move. You are not a tree. What? Um, what's your favorite movie? Bagban. Bagban. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite hobby? Oh, oh music. Okay. I just like all kind of music. All kind of music. Of course, if I have a choice, I'll prefer Ghazal. Okay. But it's all music. Are you a good singer? No, that's the drawback. I don't sing, but I admire every good singer. Could you play any instruments? Or no, that's the regret. I wish I had a desire that I wish one of my grandkids play. Kian started tabla, but he gave up. I think the Guruji did not get permit. You know, this contract was not renewed and did not get, uh, what they call it, the visa to come here. <laughs> okay. So Kian gave up after three years with tabla. Kian, if you're listening, you know what you have to do. Get back on the tabla. Um, what 
if you have this, what's your favorite story about someone else in the Jolly Good family? It's about Pine uh, Bapuji. Okay. Um, they were very kind and uh, they really change with time and they adopt the circumstances and that made it easy for on everybody. Mm -hmm. I, I can give you an example. Please. When she came to, when she was in Spain, she wore a swimming costume. Nobody will wear a swimming costume, considering that age group mm. and that time, that she, the time zone that she was brought up and stayed. I don't think average people will will adopt to that circumstance. And, and, and this is a fact. Mm. Yeah, amazing. Because Rakira was there. Mm. It happened in in. in in Spain. In Spain, in Canara. Yeah, I think we were there. Yeah. yeah. Because I've seen it and that's what they said. Ba, it was so nice that Ba was there and they'll never forget that. I'm telling you, these things you never forget the rest of your life. You always remember this. Um, that's beautiful. Tell me something that very few people in the JGF are likely to know about you. Something that very few people in our family know about you. Oh boy. I think, no, I think everybody knows about me. <laughs> there must be something. There must be a, it doesn't have to be anything, you know, it could be a, could be a talent that you have that they might not know. Well, I mean. A hobby that you once had when you were younger. No, I think that, the, well, I don't know whether they knew, I used to smoke at one time. Oh yeah? How old were you when you smoked? I even I smoked after I got married. I mean, I up to up to thirty. Even I smoked while I was here. Okay. Uh, but it's now almost forty years I didn't smoke. Okay. Was it hard to give up? Did you find it difficult? No, no. It was very easy because one day it was freezing rain outside, and I ran out of cigarette. I went there to get it, and on the way back, I said, "I will not go to work with this snow." And I'm going for a cigarette. And that time I said, this is it. I cannot be this stupid. So the weather, the weather put you off from cigarettes. Yes, the weather did it. <laughs> I will not go to work, but I'm there to buy a cigarette. I love that. And I gave up and I gave up cold. Turkey, this is it. No more smoking. And Akira used to tell me that chimney, Chimney can be clean, but the lungs cannot be clean. <laughs> They're right. Um, what do you think makes the family special? You may have answered this already. What do you think makes the JGF special? I think they, they, they enjoy each other. They treat each other with respect. They joke, but when there's time to respect, they respect. So it's not that they're keeping the distance, you know what I mean, by, by age difference or something, you will start talking with other, I mean, there's a need, but when there's a time to respect, you also respect other. Mm. I'm just giving this example. Yeah. So I think they're, they're your friends and at the same time they are your elder. Mm. Like, like, for example, you, you, you don't drink, but people drink in front of them, they smoke in front of them. You can never do that before with yeah. our parents. Yeah. So this part of it, that bondage is there, the respect is there, friendship is there, they enjoy each other. And I can tell you with, with confidence, not too many family you know do that. Yeah. We take it for granted these things. Yeah. Because that's how we are brought up. Yeah. Well, it's, when it's, it's funny. not there, or when you hear about others, you realize how fortunate we are. Exactly. No, I think you're exactly right. I was just going to say the same thing. A lot of my friends. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't. And, and at the same time, I'm very fortunate. We are more fortunate than anybody, even including you, because we get along on both sides of the family. Hmm. Our families are exactly like you. We all go out. We all enjoy each other. 
and uh, it's fine. So whatever it is, somebody is blessing us. Incredible. Um, so anything uh, else? Yeah, I'm going to name some members of the family, and I'd like uh -oh. you to describe them in three words. So just three words. Three words. Three words. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. Ready? Okay. Tough one. As fast as you can. The first one's going to okay. be tough. The first one is Kundanfei. Oh, she's, she's easy to get along, less demanding, and what does the wife tell her? She's kind. Kind. That's the last yes. one. This is definitely kind. I mean, but don't tell her this. <laughs> she might listen if she gets no. this far. Um, Josh Nafei. She's also very kind. Oh. She's very excited when you, when you, when you, you know, when she's a host and you have dinner with her. And she likes to win. She likes she to win. She always wins. Ah, interesting. What she I don't win? know what it cards? is, but she always wins, it seems. Is that cards or bingo? Or what is that? Any, any game, you part, then you just name it. She's always winner. Amazing. I think she's very, she's very excited about, you know, going out and things like that. Mm. Latafe? Latafe is very thorough in what she does <laughs> and very positive attitude. Mm. I wish I had 10% of that mm. myself. I agree. It's not I'm always negative, but I'm, I'm, I'm not positive like her. Yeah. She's mm -hmm. very positive and she does thorough research, yeah. which I don't have patience to do it. <laughs> So maybe patience as well. No, yeah, she's an inspiration in the in the positivity yeah. space. Yes, yes. Um, Viva Faye? She she was a very kind lady. A good heart. Mm. Bharatada? Oh Bharatada. Yeah, Bharatada, he's an achiever, let me tell you. He 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 does not he likes to thrive for challenges and things like that. He's always you know like right now he's learning now new things yeah. and doing it about this will and whatnot. Probate. I I won't have stamina to read and start all over again. Plus I don't need that. I mean, you know, do I need that money? No, so I won't do it. <laughs> but he's that type of person. Yeah, he's very again, that's more power to him. I mean, I mean, I'm not. You know, that's that's. You have to have that thrill in life. Yeah. To progress, otherwise. So you have achiever. Easy. You have achiever. You need two more yeah, words. Isn't oh, is an achiever? Is a fighter maybe? Fighter. Yeah. And he likes, and, and he's a good dancer. He is, yeah, he's a good dancer. Um, what about my dad, Viren? Oh my God, that, that, that's, whatever I say is not enough. He's, he's, he's thorough gentleman, I tell you. He's very thorough gentleman. And uh, he, he enjoys his life. He likes outing and all that, remember? I mean, going out and... I think he's, he's thoroughly enjoying I mean, it's not that he, he does not like money, mm. but money has its own place. But I think he likes to enjoy. Yeah. And he's very, very social, very reliable in the sense of whatever he commits, he will, go, he will give 100%. I mean, this is my impression now again. Yeah. I, I, Staying eight thousand miles away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I'm biased, but I think you're right. Um, but am I right in that? that oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I think my dad is very work hard, play hard. Like he's. I've never. I don't know anyone in the world that works as hard as he does. One um, thing is that your 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 dad will not cheat anybody. Yeah, yeah. But he will not allow somebody to cheat him also. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know. You know, there's a difference. I mean, for me, you can cheat me, I won't say a word. 
I won't, I won't even, you, you, I know you're cutting my, my, my pocket. I won't even say the word. I will just silently take it. And that is bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should fight. Yeah. I'm not sure he'll take it. Yeah. Um, but I can't do that. What about? I will say that bullet ladies and then nothing will leave you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, what about Bakul Kaka? Last, last but not least, three words to describe Bakul Kaka. Bakul Kaka is a family man. Uh, he's also very kind, I think. And animal lover. Yeah. Yeah. He emotionally gets involved with the pets. Yeah. I mean, this is now 8,000 miles away, I'm talking. Yeah. I've, I mean, I'm not, see, when I, you know, unfortunately, I don't live there. So I told you my views. I wish I could, in a heartbeat, I'll come if I had to change my, if I've been given some kind of a magic that I can turn the clock. I will leave this country right away. I think I think you've probably broken Raki and Rahul's hearts, and maybe Reina's heart as well now with the with the revelation. Um, yeah, well, she 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 don't yell at me. She yells at <laughs> the two girls was yelling at me. She only yelled. She don't tell me. So she you, don't, tell you only had to put up with it for one generation. That's fine. Yeah. She um, said, "Why did you come? Why did you not met Nana? Join you." Um, Rashmi, before, I, I, before I, I'm, and I'll definitely let you say anything if, if there's anything that I haven't asked or anything that you wanted to say uh, before we close. But I just want to say thank you so much. I know um, time difference is against us, and I know you know this thing is you know, the technology. And there was there was something you asked me about that line fourteen was remember. Say that again. The billboard, something to do with the billboard. Oh yeah. So if you had a billboard above a motorway. Yeah. And you could choose anything. What would you have written on it? Live and let live. Live and let live. Because right now there's so much in our country. If you look at there's so much um, tension. You know, the ethnic tension and discrimination. People are fighting among each other. So live and let live. I mean, we are not taking anything away. Yeah. Now, this is, I don't know. I hope I'm all right. No, I love it. Thank you so much. Again, thank you so, so much. It's been great and so much. Thank you. Thank you. And stories and experience. Uh, I loved it. Thank you.